Have you ever felt stuck and looked at your life and said, that's where I want to be, but here's where I am. I can't get there from here. That's what we're going to talk about today on the Manlyhood Mancast. Men, your journey to becoming a better man starts today. Grab a hold of what matters and make it count. Welcome to the Manlyhood Mancast with Josh Hatcher. Gentlemen, welcome to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher. Uh, you guys know me by now if you've been listening, and I really appreciate the fact that you guys keep coming back week after week and listening to the content that we're putting out there and sharing it with others and engaging in our Manlyhood Man Cave, which is our private Facebook group, or sending me messages. I just want to let you know how much I appreciate the fact that this is not just some random podcast, but this is a movement that's possible because of you guys. This isn't just me running my mouth. Uh, if it was, I would have given up on it a long time ago. This is us helping to make the world a better place by us embracing what it means to be a man. And I want to thank you for being a part of that. Guys, we've got a giveaway right now where we are working with Haynes Knives. So you can find them on social media at BirdForge and at HanesKnives.com. And they're giving away an everyday carry knife that's called the black pearl it's gorgeous if you want to see it if you want to be involved with it go to manlyhood.com slash contests and you can enter we're going to be giving that away very soon so you want to make sure you get in there and enter to win uh yeah this is a pretty cool knife and i think everybody wants it was hand forged made just for us to be able to do this giveaway and travis haynes at haynes knives is doing amazing work so please go sign up to win and let's make this a an awesome contest uh, guys, that being said, we're going to get right into our discussion for the day. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. So, years ago, I used to go rafting with my buddies. So, my, my friend Sean and his brother Chris and my little brother, and we would go, and uh, Sean had like a big six-foot by six-foot inflatable raft, and we would put it on the, it was a big square, and we'd put it on the Allegheny River uh, by his house, and we'd ride it down, you know, I don't know, it's probably about a mile per road, and on the river it was a little longer because of the twists and turns, and so that would be a wonderful, fun afternoon was just us going rafting down the river, and that was really how we spent our entire summer. Uh, from the time that school got out until school got in, the four of us were either rafting or camping. And it was an amazing opportunity to just grow up that way, you know, feral children. <laughs> and uh, one day we were walking with the raft back. And now this is a very small town. Like our small town was maybe 700 people uh, in the middle of nowhere, you know, not near any big city or anything like that. And everybody knew everybody and, you know, was was great and this there was a, a there was just a couple of stores in our town there was a lumber store and there was uh you know a little general store well somebody was going to the lumber store and he had taken a wrong turn and so he's on this back road that we're walking on to get back to where um we would put the raft away we just finished our rafting trip we're soaking wet and all excited about the experience and we're walking along and this guy 
on this back road says, hey, how do we get to Close's Lumber? And I remember <laughs> trying to explain it, and I'm really bad. At least then, I was very bad at giving directions. Because this is back before Google Maps and GPS, where everybody could just plug in where they were going, and then we could get there. You know, the only way you could get there was to read the map or to drive there and try to find it. And if you got lost, you had to ask somebody. This guy decided to ask a couple of, you know, 13 and and, uh, 10 year old kids. (laughs) And we were like, uh, you know, I I was trying to give directions and I basically just said, yeah, you you can't get there from here. And then I think I said, just keep going. You'll find it. (laughs) And I remember my buddy who was, you know, a little more nerdy than myself was just like, dude, like that is the worst directions that you've ever given. And he stepped in and gave very clear directions for how to get there. But uh, my directions were not great. But the can't get there from here and keep going, you'll find it, I think is actually a metaphor for life. So you get in those situations in your life where you can see your end goal. You can see where you want to go, right? You, you know your destination. You know the person you want to be. You know, maybe it's a better job and more income. Maybe it's the ability to retire early. Maybe it's the ability to retire on time, right? You know, uh, and maybe it's the ability to, you know, buy that car you're wanting to. Or maybe it's that ability, the ability to just treat your family better and have a better home life. You know, you know those goals, those things that you, those dreams. Dreams is a better word than goals. You know those dreams that you have. You know what they are. If I asked you to dream for a minute and look at the future, your desired future, your desired outcome, you know what it is. You know what it is. And you also know whether you're on track to get there. And I'm willing to bet that if a lot of us just really simply look at our life, we're not on track to get to that big thing that we want. We're not on track to hit that dream. We're we're not anywhere near it. And if we look at it, we honestly feel like you can't get there from here. And that is a real feeling. And it's real that you feel it. But it's not real. Because the truth is, if you want to get there from here, you've got to make some big changes. Big changes yield big results. You know, maybe you want to lose some weight. That's one of the things I'm working on right now guess what? I'm not going to lose 100 pounds or 200 pounds or 150 pounds or however much. I'm not going to, or 30 pounds, which is a lot for some people. You're not going to get there. You're not going to get those kind of results unless you make big changes. Now, for a lot of people, we get discouraged by the big change and then we don't try. We don't try. We say, that's too big. Well, big changes are just small changes, (laughs) a bunch of small changes a little bit at a time. But that first big change is in your mindset. That first big change is in the way that you think. I can't do that. I can't get there from here. You've got to change that. That's the big change you have to make. You know, what you've got to do is you've got to recognize how to use hope, how to use faith. And you've got to be able to say, you know what? I don't know how we're going to do it. And this is really hard. That's the truth that you can say in that statement. But I know that we can make it work. I know that I can do this. And that is the thing that you have to tell yourself over and over when those feelings come back, those feelings of doubt, those feelings of discouragement. So I got to say, guys, that first thing, that first change is the biggest and the hardest change, and that is to change the way that you think. And I do know that if you want to live, you know, to quote Dave Ramsey, right? If you want to live like no one else, you have to live like no one else. 
You know, it takes a big change to get to where you want to be. And if you want to make that happen, that's going to start in your mind and the way that you think and the way that you speak. I don't want to be all mumbo jumbo like, oh, you can manifest things into existence or anything like that. Look, I've read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and I've read As a Man Thinketh by James Allen, and they're great books, and they probably sound like a lot of mumbo jumbo. Not going to lie. They sound like a lot of mumbo jumbo. And I think it's really important to, to feed it through the filter of common sense. However, if you feed it through the filter of common sense, what they're saying, if you boil it down to the root of what they're saying, the truth is if you want to get somewhere in your life, you've got to change the way that you think about it and the way that you speak about it. Because what you think comes out of your mouth and what comes out of your mouth influences the way you think and you get caught in this loop and this cycle of negativity. Thinking positive alone does not make you lose 100 pounds. Thinking positively alone does not let you make a million dollars. That's, that's the, the very real truth, okay? So when I'm criticizing Napoleon Hill, who you know wrote the book when he was broke, Okay, but then he applied it and then went on to make a lot of money. So I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying it starts there. It starts with changing the way that you think. It starts with recognizing that your dreams and your realities are two different things. And that in order to get from your reality to your dream, you've got to make changes. You have to change the road you're on. Like the guy that was driving and was trying to get to where he wanted to be. And I just you can't get there from here. You know, you can. You just have to change. So a change is an investment. You know, um, when I was a kid, I love telling stories. I hope I'm not telling you too many, but here's a story anyway. When I was a kid, um, my dad had, uh, he worked for a glass block manufacturer where they made those glass blocks, those architectural blocks. I'm sure you've seen them. They were really popular in the 80s, and they're still around in a lot of places. I think they're actually becoming in vogue again, but they were really cool. They were kind of, you could kind of see through them, but they were like distorted in a way that you couldn't see all the way through them perfectly. They let a lot of light through, but they would obscure the light. Anyway, one of the things that the factory would make is they would occasionally make a bank where they would leave the top of the glass block open. And so dad had this great big 12-inch, might have been even bigger, but I think it was a 12-inch block. And it had a big open top in it. And our family started putting our spare change in it, especially pennies because, you know, Back then, you still bought things with change. <laughs> um, but we would we would put pennies and other change in there, and we'd save it up until it filled up all the way to the top. And we filled it all the way to the top, and then we went on, on vacation. And we had a great time. I think we went to, to an amusement park, and we had a, a, an amazing time. And we paid for it all with the spare change. And really, that's a neat picture of this, because change is an investment. And I think that's what we need to envision and what we need to remember that when we make a change in our life, it's an investment into the path that we want to make. So again, to take that metaphor back to our first metaphor, the story of the guy that was looking for the lumber store, he needed to change the road he was on and that would get him to his destination. That change was an investment into his ability to go get what he wanted, which was some lumber. Okay. Change is an investment. The other thing that is important to note and understand here is that Change requires sacrifice. You know, we could have taken that change that we were putting in the bank and we could have went and bought candy at the store, but all of us, instead of buying candy or using it for whatever, we sacrificed it so that we could get something else that we wanted, which was a vacation to the amusement park. Making a change 
requires making a sacrifice. It requires sacrificing something to get to your goal. And I'm not talking like, you know, mystical, like slaughter a lamb or a a person on an altar to appease some fake God. I'm not talking about that. Although I do think there's something to making a sacrifice to our own God. And I don't mean a blood sacrifice. Honestly, as a Christian, I think that's already been taken care of by Jesus. Long story short, the idea of giving something up to achieve something greater. And I'm not saying it needs to be ritual, but I do think that there's a very conscious thing that happens when I say, I'm going to give up my time so that I can put in the work to achieve this goal. There's something that happens when you say, I'm going to give up this thing that I like, like candy bars, so that I can uh, achieve weight loss. I'm going to give up my uh, extra money from all the overtime that I was working so that I can spend time with my family and I can nurture our relationship. You see what I'm saying? You have to give something up in order to get the thing that you want. And that is one of the ways that you can get there from here by making a sacrifice and you give it up. And I do think that, that now I, I want to be very clear. I'm not recommending viewing it as sacrificing to a God for the God to grant it. But I do think there's a value into understanding that in my heart, I'm giving this up. I'm laying this down so that I can pick up my desired future. And in my relationship with God as a Christian, there's also a degree of it that into which I am saying, Lord, I'm giving this thing up to you so that I can have, so that you can bless me with this other thing. Now let's make this an even more simple picture. Let's, let's picture this idea that uh, I have something that I like, that I want, and I'm holding on to it very tightly and I won't let it go. Meanwhile, the thing that I really want is ahead of me. And in order for it to get into my hand, I have to let go so I can open my hand to receive the better thing. That's sacrifice. That's letting go of the thing that is less than to be able to receive the thing that is greater. And that's how you get there from here, right? That's how you get there from here. The next picture, guys, that I think is a really good picture to help us understand this is metamorphosis, right? This is change. This is what happens when, you know, the, the egg hatches and out comes a little caterpillar worm and the worm eats all the leaves and it grows really big and then it sacrifices and it makes a change and it wraps itself in a cocoon and it basically risks its life for the next step where it starts to change from a larva into a winged insect, a butterfly, or a moth, or any other of these creatures, right, that, that have to go through that, that life stage, that change, that metamorphosis. Metamorphosis is, is a Greek word, but it means to change into something better. And again, there's that sacrifice, almost like a dying, where you let something go. He could have had a great life just continuing to eat leaves as a worm, as a caterpillar, as a larva, but he decided... It's time to give that up and to move to the next phase of my life. And he died to himself so that he could be reborn. I mean, I know it doesn't literally die, but it's a very clear picture where that creature resides in a grave almost in that cocoon until he's ready to emerge. So when you would look at a, at a caterpillar, there's no way that you could picture it being a butterfly. No way. It doesn't look anything like a butterfly. The similarities are, are nothing alike. I think that the, the idea of you can't get there from here 
would be the thing that I might say if I saw a caterpillar who desired to be a butterfly. But because of the sacrifice that he makes and the time that it takes working on growing into the thing, that's when the metamorphosis happens and he becomes something better, something greater, something capable of reproduction, something capable of flight, something capable of pollination and all the things that a, a butterfly can do. That is the picture that we need to see here, guys, is that you may have a goal and you might see that goal and you might feel hopeless about it. You can get there, but you have to change. You have to sacrifice. You have to invest. And those are the things that get you where you want to go. So you can get there from here, but it requires investment, change, sacrifice. Anyway, guys, that is my thoughts for you for today. And I know that it might seem a lot of metaphysical and metaphorical, but I want you to think through it and I want you to think about what it means in your life. And I want you to weigh in on this discussion. If there's something in this that's really speaking to you and you know that you want to work on it, I want you to make sure that you're a member of the Manlyhood Man Cave, which is our private Facebook group. And I want you to post about this in the group. If you're not in the group, you can join. Uh, you'll have to answer a couple questions. I'll let you in. And then I want you to tell us what you think. Because I think that together, we can work on this. There's somebody else that's gone before you and made the change that you want to make. And they can give you some advice. And they can encourage you. Because that makes us even stronger. That's one of the things we didn't even talk about is that togetherness, that community. Get some people in your life who've done the thing you want to do, who can give you better directions than that stupid kid on the side of the road when I was a kid. That was me. I was stupid. I didn't know how to tell somebody how to get there, but somebody out there knows and can tell you. So make sure that if you really want to do this, reach out to somebody that knows how to give good directions. And I'm hoping that we can do that in the Manlyhood Man Cave, that we can help encourage each other and help each other get from point A to point B. Anyway, guys, that's what I've got for you today. I love you. I'm proud of you. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Manlyhood Man Cat. If you want to be a better husband, father, leader, a better man, you need to join our private Facebook group, the Manlyhood Man Cat. Join today. Please help us out with a like, comment, share, and subscribe. And check us out at manlyhood.com.